corner upstairs by themselves. <laughs> this Three Beards Media podcast may contain mature themes. And if you're not down with that, we got three words for you. Like the podcast. Nailed it. What? What's up, everyone? We are back. Ben, Jim, and Sam broadcasting. Let's go. From, broadcasting from the Gravitate Coworking Studio tonight, um, and we've got a really good show for you. I'm excited about this one. So um, we're we're in in season now, so we're going to start to have uh, a lot lot more material coming your way. So how's it going, guys? Yeah. Doing Great. Good. Haven't good haven't deal. seen you guys now for about twenty hours. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it's yeah. been a good twenty hours. <laughs> I really missed you guys. Yeah, I wish I could say the same. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, if you're listening tonight, um, we're trying to incorporate some video and some pics tonight. It's our first go, so bear with us as we figure this out. You know? Yeah, they're yeah. all clean pics, so it's it's. <laughs> PG thirteen, absolutely. Um, Especially since yeah, it's unless, kind of family night tonight. Yeah, unless Jim put something in there that Ben and I don't know about. Which I didn't give him anything. Strong possibility, but um, so last episode really emphasized the rule changes. Um, anything that you've seen so far in the short season that we've had any rule changes that came up or um you know difficulties do you like them um you know i think obviously that the change in the foul shots uh the five fouls and then resetting after the quarter has definitely changed the game and i know we've talked about it and um you know, prepared for it. But that first time we got to that in that scrimmage, our first scrimmage, it was like we knew what it was, but we were all like, oh, here we are. This is weird. Um, yeah. It's like it gets there fast. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Very fast. And I think that's one thing, you know, we'll talk about is slowing down because it does seem to maybe speed up the game a little bit, I think. Yeah, so, I agree. I, I, I don't. I think we've actually, and I, I guess I'm not sure yet, that we've shot less free throws, it seems to me. I, it just seems we haven't been in the line as much. It seems maybe first quarter comes quicker. And I think what the intent of the rule was to allow coaches and players to you know play the game that we're calling and uh, adjust to it, and I think they've adjusted fairly well for the most part. Mm-hmm. Did we even – did we get into the bonus once last night in the varsity game? I um, think I, I believe we did. I believe we did. Did we? 
Yep. I know we were I know we were four four one quarter. Yep. I believe yeah. we did at least one time that I can remember. Well, and I know one time Jim was really trying to get our attention and he's trying to give us this signal, you know, which is next bonus. Ready that, for the bonus. Next foul, we're in the bonus. Wow. You know, we got shots, make sure you know who's going to the line and who you got the foul on. And I don't know what I was doing or where I was, but apparently I wasn't listening to Jim, which is not uncommon. which is typical which is typical of uh Sammy doesn't listen to me very well at all. Pretty standard. I mean, I really just <clears throat> really just didn't want to look at you, but kind of tunes me out a lot. Just he's almost like one of my kids. <laughs> Again, that's why we call you dad. Yep, that is exactly right. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, last week or last episode, we had you know we implemented the new fools rules gym segment, and uh, we we talked about over and back. Um, any thoughts on thoughts on that? Have you seen any over and backs or discrepancy or? Well, we there? had one. We had one last night. I mean, it wasn't <clears throat> a. It wasn't you know no discrepancies. Nobody complained, but uh, we did have an over and back. Um, that was your that was your call, wasn't it, Jim? That, that was yeah. Um, yep. Ball was kind of being tipped around. Girl from Mount Pleasant had full control of it. It was uh, and went from front court to back court to gather yeah. herself and yeah. went over and back there. So, yeah, yep. good call out I think of you. There was, I think, there was another close one, maybe in the JV game where we had a foot on the line type situation, which can confuse crowds and players and things at times too, right? Right, you know? yeah. right. Yeah, so for sure. So let's talk about the the recap of. Um, like games and scrimmages where we've been the last two weeks. Well, you know, I think we started with a scrimmage on the 14th at Norwalk. That was girls, JV varsity. Um, and they've been doing a lot more of these, it seems like in the last year or two where it's like an actual game, but it's a scrimmage. And I think it's good because everybody gets, even us, the teams and us, we all get a game or two without, you know, really any repercussions and just trying to get back into the swing of things, basically. So, Right, because sometimes in the middle of the game, somebody calls a foul and uh, forgets and called the foul on the shooter and has to ask for help for his partners, like somebody did at the Norlock scrimmage. <laughs> that was me, everybody. I'm not telling on anybody. That was definitely me. <laughs> called the foul, went over to the bench. I had my shooter in my head. Called the foul on the shooter, knew I was wrong, wouldn't ask for some help. Neither one of my partners knew, so I just asked the girls, and they told me. That reminds me of a great that reminds me of a great story that I I have to tell quick about Scott Giles, <laughs> Scott G. Oh yeah, this is a good story. Very one of my, good. One of my first, maybe maybe it was my first varsity game at Linux. I I forget who they were playing, but I'm at lead, drive to the hoop. There's a crash. Boom. And I have a block. And I go to report it. And the scorekeeper goes, um, that's the that's the shooter. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> and and they know, I, and and chances are all those people sitting at the table know, but they're like, let's see what he does. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So here, here's what I did. I uh, turned around, white as a ghost, and 
went to talk to Scott, who was administering the free throws, and he said, what you got, buddy? I said, well, I called the foul on the shooter, and now I don't know who fouled her. <laughs> and without skipping a beat, Scott goes right in the middle of the lane. He goes, which one of you just got run over? <laughs> this girl raises her hand. That was on Black 23. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't know, just ask. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's they'll, exactly, they'll, they're that, usually that's what you did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, Jim, it's, it's okay. It's a, yeah. Everybody makes mistakes. It happens. Even it officials. Happens. Yeah. 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 Um, there really wasn't anything too eventful in that scrim in those scrimmages, but uh, it was good to talk to the coaches and have conversation about things going on with the new 28 foot lines and different things we were doing. So that was kind of the main point of that, I guess, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So. so on the 20th, you guys, I wasn't able to, to make it. Wonder why. I, I had to sit that one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was recovering a little bit. Just couldn't the, hang with us, could you? Little procedure. No, not not that night. You guys went to uh, Central Decatur for a jamboree, and what three boys scrimmages? Is that? <coughs> yep, three halves. <coughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah. if you're not familiar with the jamboree, it's basically, as Jim said, a half of basketball where two teams do the first half, and then we go to another half, and it's two new teams, and then another half, and it's two new teams, and. We had three halves. Uh, Central Decatur played I-35. Mount Air played Mormon Trail. And Wayne played Lamoni. Um, so it was good to uh, see some boys basketball and a lot of different teams and a lot of different coaches and kind of get up and down again and, and just get our bearings. And uh, um, we had a, a great sub. Um, you know, we talk a lot about uh, getting young officials involved. <laughs> and uh, Ethan Gordon um actually subbed for us that night for you sam he's a good young official he's going to central college and i think he's got like 54 dates or something 54 like that Four dates between mm-hmm. i think you know he does he's doing some jv some lower level a lot of varsity some college it, it was funny because he told me he said he figured from the first game he did was on halloween until no, like February seventeenth, there there's a hundred some days involved in there, just over a hundred, and fifty four of them he's officiating. So he's got a full schedule, and it, young kid, he can do that. Yep, and what a great way to learn too. He's in right? college, I mean, right? all those reps. Yes, yep. he's in college at Central College in Pella. Yep. Yeah, see, my body would be trash, but good for him for for doing that. Well, I he mean, said honestly, the, the nice thing about it, yeah, the nice thing about it, he said, is in December. They have um, basically a month off from December 15th to January 15th at college, so it's kind of nice. He's got something to do that whole time. He'll be busy, but, yeah, uh, he, he did a really nice job. Young kid, um, he's uh, going to be a good one if he continues. Good. For, for sure. Awesome. For sure. Well, we always appreciate subs when, you know, maybe we're not feeling our best or so. Shout out to you from me, Ethan. Uh, thanks for taking my spot that night. I appreciate it. So, um, and then brings us to last <clears throat> night. Andrew, can you throw 21st. up that first picture? That first picture. <laughs> there it is. Opening night. Opening night. Good stuff. 
Um, yeah, I mean, Pella, Mount Pleasant, JV Varsity Girls. So our first official night of the year. Um, it, it was great. I it, it was just fantastic to get out back out there. And uh, the fans were great. The players were great. The coaches were great. Like, honestly, it was like almost the perfect night, other than some things that we screwed up. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was good. It, I just it, it felt uh, it was it was good to have the scrimmage and then the uh, jamboree. And I just felt like we uh, we really worked well together. And um, I, you know, we got evaluated last night by Doug Deers, who was great uh, former high school official. And and uh, I, I got my email the, today and read through it and some good stuff. And yep. uh, so that was that was kind of nice to early to get some good information. Same. Yep. So we have several things we want to talk about related to just last night because there's a lot of things that go on every night. So we're going to have some serious here. We're going to have some fun here. But, you know, the first thing I wanted to talk about, and we haven't really touched base on this, but, you know, again, one of the reasons why do you officiate? I think a lot of people would say, oh, it's the pay. Well, the money's nice, right, to have a little extra money maybe for Christmas or whatever, but it's not what you think it is. So I just wanted to kind of give an example. So <clears throat> yesterday we had a 5.30 tip at Pella for the JV game. So we always try to be there an hour before, so first 4.30. So I left work at 2.45. Um, we met in Bevington. I met Sam. Uh, Jim, we met you near Pleasantville, kind of at the, the interchange there. Get there at 4.30. We do our two games, shower, head home, right? So it was probably two – for me, it was like 2.45 to 10.45 basically was kind of that time that I was away from either work or home. So that's like eight hours. Yep. $145, which honestly is a pretty good fee these days. Mm -hmm. That's like 18 bucks an hour. So I just wanted to kind of share that with our audience. Like that's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's not, it's not, we're not doing this really for the money. I mean, again, it's nice to have. But if you break it down like that, we're not making much more than what people make at McDonald's. So right. when 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 we're out there, we're doing it because we love the game and we love the guys we're working with, you know. So for anyway, sure. I just Absolutely. I just wanted to kind of throw that out a little bit. Yeah, I, I love that, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. <clears throat> For sure. So um, another thing we've been talking about is our popcorn ratings. And I'll let you guys kind of dive into that, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, we're going to try to get uh, every school to see if they'll give us a bag of popcorn, you know, after the game. And we're going to do a little rating on them. Kind of cool. Um, you know, we kind of talked about um, Dave Portnoy and uh, through um, Barstool. Yeah, Barstool Sports, and he does the one-bite challenge. Everybody knows the rules and with the pizza and that. So we thought we'd have a little fun and do it with the popcorn. So we did last night, and we have our ratings, and I think uh, Ben saved them at least, and we're going to try to do this all season. And so um, if you know where you're, we're coming, make sure the popcorn's good. And and so look, they, at this uh, look at that spread, though, too, right? I mean, that's, yeah. It, yeah. It's a we've got the popcorn, but it's it's a pretty darn big bag. You know, this isn't this isn't yep. rookie league popcorn here. 
And Jim and I already yeah. ate our brats here, so there's two other brats that are already gone. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Condiments, which is so important. We love the yeah. I mean, most of the time you choke on a brat, right? Because you don't hit any ketchup or mustard. So <laughs> that was right. Yeah. And and you and then then you see we also have a candy bar. We did have three of them there. And, and the the coolest thing we, we didn't you know this we came in after the game and we see these three Casey's gift cards, twenty dollars each on them. That's a that was a bonus above our pay that we got for the night. We didn't expect that. We don't. Ex we really don't expect anything. We'd like to have at least water uh, to drink at half times. All the other stuff is extra and makes you want to come back to those places. The Casey's mm -hmm. things was over the top, and you know uh, Ben sent a nice email to uh, the AD at Pella today, and it, it, you know that really means a lot to to us as officials. It does. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, this is year. I think what 11 for me, I've honestly never received anything like that. I don't know if you guys have, I mean, you guys have been doing it longer than me, but I mean, when we, when we walked in, I, I remember all of us were like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like we were, we were all blown away for a $20 gift card, but it's a big deal, you know? Right. It, it was a little bit like Christmas morning. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, so as we're going off the court, the AD is holding the door for us. And I, you know, I was like, okay, we're going to have our popcorn, right? We're going to have our fun. This is the only podcast thing. We're kind of related to it. He's like, oh yeah, it's in there. And didn't say anything else. Right. So total surprise. We walk in there and we're like, what? Like totally mind blown. Never had anything like that. So shout out to Pella. That was fantastic. Absolutely. Way, way yep. above and beyond. Yeah. And not even necessary, but greatly appreciated. So. Yep. Absolutely. Do so you have the ratings, Ben? Absolutely. All right. So um, the, the problem with ratings is if we're starting with the first one, it's a little bit hard to compare. So maybe we can come back to Pella's popcorn down the road. But I gave I gave it a 5.4. Um, and again, we're, we're after three hours of games. Right. So it was a touch stale. But I thought the salt was perfect. And the salt makes or breaks the popcorn usually. So yeah um that was yes. kind of i started with 5.4 for me how about you guys i had a 6.2 i believe is what what i rated that after the game so uh, um, I, I agree with ben kind of the same things on it but uh and again yeah we're a first time out so we didn't want to rate anything you know too high too low we were kind of in the middle i think on most of it because we're, we're going to base it off of that after we you know the next one will be based off that it's going to be above or below what Pella's was. So, yep. yeah, I mean, it's really setting the standard, honestly. Yeah. I came in pretty much right in the middle of you guys at 5.9. So, um, and in at real, the end of the night, am I not going to eat it? No. Like, well, yeah. And we, yeah. and we were hammering it all the way home too. Right. So honestly, when I give it a 5.4, I kind of feel bad. Cause like we ate Pretty much. I do too because I ate. I even ate the kernels last night. Like I almost broke a tooth. And that's my own. <laughs> yeah, and we don't want anybody to feel bad about this. We are having fun with this. Yeah, yeah. For sure. and you know, again, we might after next week, we might say, "Oh, we probably should have rated that a little bit higher or whatever." So this is for fun, everybody. So don't think that your concession stand is good because the they, it was good popcorn. The brats were excellent. So mm -hmm. super job. Yep. Absolutely. Yep, definitely.
Yep. <clears throat> All right. Um, you want me to talk about? Yeah. Why don't you go? Yeah. Why don't you go into the next piece, Ben? I think this is really cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think it doesn't happen enough when we're out there refing. But a lot of times there's good moments, right? Um, that doesn't have anything to do with basketball or officiating. Mm-hmm. And we got to experience one of those last night. Um, so Doug Deers, who we'll talk about kind of next, um, again, is uh, an evaluator for the girls union and, and a, a past ref and a amazing human being and great family. And, and they've adopted a lot of kids over, over the years. And uh, his daughter was on the JV team. Um Lucy, right? Lucy. Yep. Yep. Lucy. And my gosh, her team loved her and encouraged her. And um, I think she has some special needs of some sort, um, but just a fantastic kid. And so here's, we're going to show you a video kind of uh, what happened at the end of the game and everybody got to participate in it. And it was just fantastic. So mm-hmm. um, go ahead, Andrew, if you'd play that first video for us. Super. I mean, you know, what was really neat about it, not only the first three rebounds, the Pelican kids basically gave the ball back to her, but there was two in a row, came to the Mount Pleasant kids, and they gave it back to her to shoot the ball. Um, So, you know, it's more than basketball out there. You know, kids are learning more than X's and O's and offenses and defenses and that. You know, they're learning, learning how to be good human beings, and that was very cool last night. Absolutely. I remember it at one point I went over that. And this was, I think this was maybe before this happened, but at a break, I went over to Ben and I was like, just, just look at Lucy, like the way that she carries herself. And she's so happy all the time. I'm like, we could really learn a lot from Lucy. Like we, we need a little more Lucy in our lives. Like Absolutely. Just for sure, you know, everything made her happy. And it's like, man, this is awesome. Well said. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That that That's probably the best way you could have said it right there. We all need a little more Lucy in our lives. Yep. Awesome. For sure. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Um, let's talk about the game, right? So we, so we haven't had really a lot of film or weird things yet but we had a couple weird things last night and 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 a couple of them happened right out of the gate so i just kind of wanted to talk about the evaluation process and how we evaluate ourselves and how others evaluate us i guess um so jim do you want to talk about doug and his role and that type of thing maybe yeah doug so um since he's a former official and and i say a former official he was at the top of his game when he was officiating high school football or high school basketball and i know he did some college stuff too but um, you know, he's, I know he's done a state championship. I watched him ref his last one, him and, and, uh, Daryl DeRider together. I got a, I was fortunate enough for a couple of years to work, uh, around 15 dates with both of them. So, uh, just, I learned a lot from them, but so since he, you know, has a daughter playing on at, at Pella and that he evaluates officials that come to Pella. Um, so 
you know, he's hired by the uh, girls athletic union and the boys, I believe both, because he'll send something to both the girls and the boys union to, um, you know, just to, to, so we can get a better idea of officials out there. Cause you know, if we don't get evaluated, we don't know what we need to work on or, you know, it's always nice to hear what you're doing. Well, you know, I I've, I've talked about this for years that sometimes teachers get really excited about and nervous about being evaluated. And I've always like, first of all, if I'm not doing something I should be, please tell me. And if I'm doing things good, I want to know that too. And I think, you know, Doug did a great job of that last night. Um, he, he uh, put something on my evaluation at the end of it uh, that I need to work on. And I know that in my head and I, it's going to be the next thing that I really work hard on in the next few games. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I got my, my email today from, uh, from him and <clears throat> everything that was in his comments, like I was reading his comments and I was like, yep. Yeah, I do need to work on that. And it was like three, you know, very little things that no fan is going to, is going to see or, or anything, but he was just talking about like cleaning up my game. And I, I responded back to him and I said, I really appreciate your input because I'm, I'm constantly trying to improve my game. And these are three little things that, you know, honestly can just, you know, elevate and maybe take me to the next level. So everything that he said, I really took to heart and, and it's just things that I'm going to work on. So. Yep. And, and I think as we've kind of come up from inexperience to experienced, right? Like I've always thought if you're an official, you ought to be asking no matter who it is, how can I get better? And if you're not doing that, you're probably not getting better really. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. um, so it's great to have someone like Doug watch us and, and I won't say everybody gets evaluated every year because I think there's too many officials, but I think they try to see as many officials every single night as they can. So Doug's one of, many out there doing this for yeah. the union Yep. Um, boys union has them girls union has them um, that are experienced officials that are trying to help officials get better. Yeah. And generally yeah. it's, it's in everybody's best interest to understand those and take that to heart and try, try to get better. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing too. And you can look at it, you know, as um, officials experienced, we're fairly experienced officials and, you know, we're getting evaluated and it's nice because uh, if you can ask almost every most of the kids that I've ever coached, I live by three words. And I tell them about it and it's never be satisfied. Once you get to the point where you think you're satisfied and your game is as good as you think it's going to get, it's not going to get any better. Mm -hmm. There's always something, um, you know, that everybody can work on. And I just like, I, you know, I thought it was good. The point that he gave me last night, the one thing that I read this morning, I'm like, man, that's one thing I know that I need to be better at. And I'm, that's going to be the one thing I concentrate on for the next week yeah and i'll just piggyback off what he what you said earlier jim you know like if you're a young official and you know that you're going to get evaluated yeah there's a sense of nervousness you know yeah. we're going to do okay but just just take what they give you and really just embrace it right because yeah all they're all they're trying to do is trying to elevate your game and if you truly want to elevate your game just embrace it and uh you know, that's, 
Yeah, it's definitely not personal. It's only to make you a better official, and that's it. So if you're wanting to get, you know, next level to get more postseason games in that, when you get evaluated, take it seriously. You know, uh, even if, you know, you're not getting evaluated and, you know, there's an AD or somebody around, get the video and look at it and watch and even watch it with somebody else and find those little things, get better, and you're going to be better and you're going to get more postseason games. For sure. Yeah. Did you guys watch any of the video from last night today? I have not yet. I I watched both games twice, but, yeah, I mean, you just (laughs) – did you work today? I didn't tell you when I did it, Jim. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking. I mean, I, you know, I didn't work today and I didn't watch it. So You're actually, I, I'm know, sorry. I watched. I played some Call of Duty today. Uh, you know, so <laughs> it is what it is. Man, that must be nice. It is. It is. No, I watched one of the game. No, I watched the JV varsity game once last night when I got home, because whenever I get home, doesn't matter what time it is. I can't just go to bed. Right. got to wind down. I got to do something. I got to watch a movie or something. So I just decided to watch the games. And then today, not at work, Jim, I watched them again. Well, good for you. It's a good job. Good use of your time, Sam. Yeah. Thank you. Proud of you. There's there's certainly always something to take from those games too. And yeah. and so we're gonna kind of demonstrate that here a little bit, I guess. So I think as we've said, it's it's nice to get evaluated by somebody else, but you also should be evaluating yourself or as a crew, right? And absolutely with, and with video so prevalent everywhere we go now, virtually every school is streaming something, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that's come a long ways in the last five years i would say um probably even more recent than that where we can we can the minute we get back in the vehicle we can watch what we were doing yeah mm-hmm. so that's good and bad right because everybody can see what we did um, jim has a hard time finding it but yeah you can't i'm the one who found it last night and gave it to sam before oh, we even right. got out of pella that's right he got lucky <laughs> so so what we're gonna do here um you know, we'll, we'll probably review other films down the road, and it may be our games, it may not be, it may be other plays. But we wanted to kind of self-evaluate a couple films here just to kind of tell you what we're doing. And and um, it's we probably will only be able to play the video one time each, but we'll kind of explain what happened and what we did wrong. And, and we knew right away on both things that we did, but, you know, we make mistakes. And I guess that's what we're trying to prove here is we know things are going to happen that we do wrong but we're also trying to improve it at all the time, whether we know it or not. Right. So, yep. Um, yep. so, so let's start, let's go with video two here, Andrew, and uh, let's just play that and then we'll talk about All right, so this is going to be hard to tell, again, especially on a screen like this, and the video quality isn't great. But essentially, we had um, a made basket and an inbounds by Mount Pleasant, I believe. Is that correct? Yes. And so the, the shot clock resets to 35 after the made basket. And when we inbound to start 
towards their front court, that 35 second clock starts. So where we started from in this play, we had an out of bounds at 33 seconds. So what you saw there was the inbounds from that um, time frame, And then we had a jump ball, which I believe Jim was at 28. 28 seconds. Right. Um, what happened was they reset the shot clock to 35 there. And I think if you watch the film, you can see us at 33 signaling we have 23 seconds left, uh -huh. which gives us a new 10 count, right? So, yes. so we did everything correctly up to that point. Uh -huh. The thing that we talked about afterwards and in our evaluations was slowing down. And this is a perfect, perfect example. If we had slowed down, we would got this right. They reset the shot clock there. But because the jump ball stayed with Mount Pleasant, we should have stayed at 28 seconds. And then they should have had another 10 seconds to get past half court. So we, we would have, you know, 10 second violation would have been an 18 seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So that's, that's kind of a, we came together right at the next dead ball. I think it was a timeout and we were all like, we booted that. Right. Yep. yep. Um, I talked to the shot clock operator and he said, oh, I thought changed possession. It didn't. It, it, and that's our call, not his anyway. That's right. not, no fault of his. But we should have been, you know, vigilant on that and, and made sure that that shot clock stayed at 28. So exactly. Yep. That's just that's kind of an example of one thing we, we would looked at. We beat time. ourselves up over it way more than anybody else really does. Yep. 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 Absolutely. And, and this is one where I bet 99% of the people there didn't even know yeah. that no. happened. No. Right. I mean, we so. we wanna we wanna be perfect but we know we're not going to be. So we we've got to adjust and, and look at these little things and, you know, but don't want it to happen again. So. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So let's go to video three here. And this one's a doozy. Mm. Love it. Fuller from Mount Pleasant opening tip. The ball is in the air and we are underway with high school basketball and it's tied up. And I think we're going to have to do it again because there's no alternate possession to go to because nobody got the initial possession. So we'll get a second go at our opening tip presented by Dutch Mill Supply and Pella, your only locally owned lumber yard and building materials supplier. I don't think I've ever seen that before. But nobody controlled, and then it was tied up again. And so the ball is back in the air, and the opening tip slips through the hands of Abby Warner. <laughs> so the best part is... The announcer says, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Perfect. Yep. He doesn't know. Same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was nice. And, and it wasn't, it was the jump and then the re-jump and then the out of bounds. And it was just like a comedy of things, right? It was like, oh. Yep. Yep. And <laughs> we always say, be ready from the tip. And we were not ready from the yeah, tip. Yeah, we messed that up. And so so here's what happens. Um we have the jump ball. If we have a jump ball on the jump ball, which you saw, the two individuals that had the second jump ball after I threw it now have to jump. Yes. I, I knew that. You knew that. Yep. Sam, you knew that. We all knew it. And we, we didn't, didn't do freaking it. do it. Yeah. So, so that was the first thing, right? So we got the, we got the second jump. That's fine. We had the wrong people. Okay, we, we messed it up. But then from that, 
we have a tipped ball that goes off of Pella out of bounds. So we haven't even possessed the ball on the second jump ball. So Mount Pleasant's getting the ball. And because Pella didn't possess, they get the arrow. If she had caught it, then fumbled it out of bounds, Mount Pleasant would have got the ball and the arrow. Right. So just another weird thing that, again, we know and we're reviewing on film constantly, right? It's just weird things that happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember – funny. Uh, you're probably going to – that'll probably end up – Chuck will probably see this, uh, Chuck Britton, and he'll probably use this next year at the clinic to show everybody – the wrong way to do it and this and then you know do the right way but that's fine we again we're, we're we want to be perfect we're not going to be but we're going to try to get better every game so i thought this was funny doug doug came in after the game right and we're talking about the tip yeah we messed it up you know this is what happened blah 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 and then again doug didn't see the tip and then he goes so what if right there would have been a tip and then a touch, and the ball goes out of bounds. And we were all like, no, that actually happened. It happened <laughs> after we had the mess up. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so just weird weird stuff. Really but that's, that's, that's funny, and maybe we'll get this down the road here, but when we're in the vehicle, especially on a long drive, coming up with weird things like that, what would you do if that happened? Well, yeah. like game one, minute one, we had two of those things hit, right? Like just, yeah. just crazy. Mm-hmm. So for sure. every day is a learning experience, isn't it? Absolutely. Yep. Yes, for sure. So, well, hey, do you guys want to go into uh, Fool's Rules real quick? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it quickly because we're kind of a little bit more than what we wanted to be. We want to get our yeah, Jim. Jim's long winded. So, but hey, uh, let's. Uh, they fooled me, Jerry. <laughs> love love the intro. That, that's that's insane. That. Awesome. So we're going to talk about three seconds in the lane. Um, I don't know how many times that you are officiating games and somebody in the crowd is yelling three seconds, and that person probably ends up yelling three seconds the whole game because it's oh, the really? same I voice you hear. I don't know if I've ever heard it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, so what we want to discuss is being in the lane for three seconds. First thing we want to understand is that three seconds doesn't start until the ball is in the front court. Talked about a little bit about front court and back court last week. Front court is your offensive court, the basket you're shooting at. So until that ball comes across half court, we don't have a count. She can be in the lane for that whole nine seconds that they're bringing the ball across in the back court. You can have somebody, you can have four people standing in there. It doesn't matter. Once the ball gets crossed half court, then we're looking at a three second count. So when we have that and we have, and we, we try to avoid three second violations. It's not that we ignore the rule. If we're getting close, we will tell the girls get out. If they hear get out and they get out of the lane, we're not calling it. If it's, if it's, we're at two and a half and they are getting out of the lane not staying in it, we're not going to call it, even though they may have been in there for three, but they're leaving the lane. I can guarantee you both coaches, offensively or defensively, want us to do that. It, it's a, it's one of those that slows the game down. Now, 
what we also want to understand is this is one where we get people calling two different situations where we have people that want to holler three seconds of the lane. Say a girl at the high post, she receives it in the lane. She's already been in for two seconds. She gets the ball. She turns, makes a move to the basket. Let's say she crossover dribbles three times, and we're now at six seconds. We do not have a violation because she is moving towards the basket with the ball. So she shoots it. We don't have any three seconds. If she moves towards it and then decides to pass it out, now we've got three seconds. Okay. So the other one, the other one where people uh, kind of uh, mess up on this is when we a shot goes up. When a <laughs> shot goes up, three seconds stops until somebody, until the offense possesses the ball again. If we have a shot that misses the rim, we obviously know the 35-second clock is not going to restart. And the three-second clock or the three-second count is going to. Anytime an official deems a player is shooting the ball, it counts as a shot, whether it hits the rim or not. So they can even go get their own rebound on an air ball. It's not traveling or double dribble. So every shot that goes up, three-second count starts over again when somebody possesses the ball. So I think that, you know, it's those are the probably the two situations when a player has the ball going towards the basket or multiple shot attempts where there are three or four offensive players in the lane and they've been in there for 12 seconds now because we've had four shots, which is legal. So I love what you said, Jim, about, you know, talking to the players, right? Like, hey, get out, 32, get out, get out, right? So we call that preventative officiating, right? Because we're trying to prevent calling a three-second call. And get a good flow of the game. Give them one flow in the game. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, they might be sitting in there not even thinking about it. And by you just saying, 32, get out. Oh, yeah, three seconds. Yep, yep. So, yeah. I think think every coach, a majority of coaches would argue, we want flow in this game. And, again, to Jim's point, not that we're not going to call this, but we want to keep as much flow as possible. And by talking to them, we can keep that going, right? Absolutely. So, um, and, and we've all been in those games, especially younger kids. Shot, rebound, shot, rebound, shot, rebound. And mom yeah. is yelling, three seconds, three seconds, three seconds. And it's just not. So, yeah. Been in there forever. <laughs> Stop yelling three seconds. Yes, yes. And, and as human beings, when you hear somebody yell that, are you not like me and are like, well, I'm not going to call it now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, oh. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. This is a story. We'll get through it quick. We definitely want to get to our second half of this. We're, we're going to go long tonight. That's fine. Yeah. But I want, I, I'm not going to say the school, but I had a, a coach who I'm telling you, as soon as a girl would step in the lane, he's going one, two, three. Mm. I went over to him and I just no. said after that, I said, no. if you continue to count, I don't care if you count to six and she is in the lane, I'm not calling it. Quit counting. Let me take care of it, and we'll get it done. So, yeah, and 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 then the second time, if it was going to happen, it was going to be probably one of these. But (laughs) that's if a coach is counting. If a coach is counting about a defensive player in the lane, is he really coaching his team? I love what Denny. 
I love what Denny says. <laughs> They're getting mail delivered. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one we call Denny is mail delivery. Yes. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, we have been long-winded. Why don't we take a break and hear from our sponsor, Revelton, and we'll be back in a second. All right, girls. At Revelton Distilling Company, everyone has become a part of the Revelton family. From the Taylors and their daughter who helped perfect their award-winning gins, to the team who installed Lucy, our 33-foot-tall custom-made still, right down to the local farms that provide our coveted corn, and even the cows on those farms who consume our mash byproduct. Want to see the farm-to-flask come to life? Now you can tour Lucy and find out where we take Iowa's harvest and transform it into our finest spirits. Choose between a 45-minute tour or find out even more by scheduling a VIP behind-the-scenes tour to get the taste of the full Revelton experience. You can visit them at 1400 West Clay Street in Osceola, Iowa, or find all of Revelton's award-winning spirits at any local grocery or spirits retailer. Hey guys, mine's a little nervous. She's coming. She's in the okay. bathroom right now. Yeah, we, we are back with guests tonight. So Thanksgiving week, right? And we are thankful for our family, our families. And we thought it'd be great to have them on and kind of let them be a part of this, but also allow them to answer some questions about what it's like when you have a, a dad or a papa or a husband that is an official, right? Because it's, it's a little bit crazy. It's a grind. It's a grind. Yes, it is. For sure. So Jim, why don't you introduce who's with you first? This is Taven. This is my nine-year-old granddaughter. Uh, she goes to Pleasantville uh, schools. So uh, she was, a little nervous about being in on tonight. There, that's one of my favorite shirts, though. My papa calls the shots. That's love good. It. Love it. Um, that was after that was uh, at Buzzard Billy's after a state tournament game. Nice. Hi, David. I've never met you in person, but very nice to meet you. Glad you're on tonight. Tell everybody hi. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a few questions for David here. Um, so, what is your favorite memory from going to watch your papa ref? Um, probably when you went into the tunnel and then we went down to go say hi to you. Oh, so when we were in the tunnel at the state tournament and you got to come down in there and say hi and take a picture, right? Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Okay. So next one with Thanksgiving tomorrow, tell everyone what your Thanksgiving traditions are with Papa. I don't know. Um, we eat Thanksgiving dinner together and he smokes a ham every year. I smoke a ham every year. Yep. Okay, so we're going to do that again for, for this year, aren't we? Where are we going for Thanksgiving? Where's Thanksgiving at this year? My house. At your house, yes. We're going over to their house. Okay, nice. last question for you. What's your favorite thing to do when you are with your papa? Go get ice cream. Go get ice cream. Oh, yeah. Hey, where do you, where, where do you go get ice cream at? What's, what's your favorite place? Cone Corner in Knoxville. Cone Corner Cone in Corner. Knoxville. What's your favorite Never thing to get? It, but I'm going to go. Dole Whip ice cream. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Never tried it, but I'm going to go. Yeah. Tell tell them what Papa's favorite ice cream is all the time. Mint chocolate 
mint chocolate chip. So, really, I paid you for a Rocky Road type of guy. Yeah, mint chocolate chip is the best. <laughs> All right. Okay. Awesome. Mint chocolate chip. Well, Taven, thanks so much for being on. Hey, stick stick on with us and um, hear about all these crazy people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sam, you're up next. Sam, Me? let's see the picture of you at State here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> there it is. There thanks it is. For, thanks for not getting that to me, Sam. <laughs> how, how, how did you get it? Facebook. Oh, you're welcome, Ben. <laughs> A good-looking group. <laughs> Love it. All right, so guys. Got, yeah, so we've got uh, Carson. Carson. We got Lisa. Got <laughs> yeah. We got Cohen. Got Cohen. Yep. And then here's the glue that holds us all together. That's Missy. <laughs> Hi, Missy. Hi, boys. Hi, Missy. Hi, boys. You say hi. 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 Hi, guys. <laughs> what is your guys' favorite part about daddy refing? I don't know. Do you guys, do you, do you I guys, don't know. So, so if, if people are like yelling at the officials and you're there, do you, do you get mad or? You do not. No. I would. No, you do not. No. <laughs> What's it? So Don't you. are you guys are you guys sad when daddy's gone when I officiate? Yeah. 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 I am too, kind of, but you know, yeah, I'm with Ben. We're sad when he's here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, what about you? Um you, you like to watch me officiate? Well, there, there's one person. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the only one. Yeah, maybe, maybe Missy would be the better person to ask. Uh, Missy, how crazy is it when Sam is gone? Um. Well, you need, you need like, to be honest. Okay, here we go. I just have to prepare myself. I'm a single mom this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Yeah, and I'm just on the road having fun with you guys. <laughs> but you know what? I always come home, the boys are fed, the house is clean, and she's a rock star. So couldn't do without her. Well, we, we know because she has to keep you organized. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm glad you found that picture on Facebook, Ben. That that's good. That really saved me. Sam's very organized. Yeah, I think as we've we've kind of find out in the last couple of weeks, um, I had to give your calendar, Sam, to your wife. And Miss, you'll you'll find this hard to believe, but last night as we were talking about this and what we were going to do, I I said, hey, don't you have a picture from state tournament that has the boys and their shirts? Oh yeah, yeah, I'll have to ask Missy about that. Right. <laughs> Always. Hey man, if 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 you really want to go there, um, did. When did you get all of your stuff done to be able to officiate last night? That's hilarious. Um, I got it done on the way to the game last night. Thank you. And yeah, and and we're talking about you know stuff like that. 
Who had everything that we thought we were supposed to bring last night? <laughs> I mean, we had our girls' shirts. Everybody got that. And we assumed that we were wearing our girls' jackets. And two of us brought them, but somebody didn't. Raise your hand if you didn't bring your jacket. Thank my you. Hand, my hands are down, Jim. Uh, mine too. And wh why don't you pile on with such a big suitcase I should have yeah. just had it in there already, right? You could have had six coats in there, six jackets, <laughs> 25 pairs of pants. <laughs> and a bucket of tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. Man, let's, let's hear about your family. All right. I've got Neela and Lily. And this is us from, gosh, who knows how long ago. That looks like an old picture. It is. Look at my hair and look at them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so they have, the, let's see, Lily played basketball through eighth grade. Neela played basketball through seventh grade. So a little bit different situation here. So I'm going to ask them some, a little more pointed questions. Okay. Girls, what's it like when you're playing basketball? Yeah. When you have a dad as an official. You get mad at the refs because they're never very good. <laughs> I love how honest Neela is. <laughs> you just have to make sure you don't say anything bad. Yep. Lily? Yeah, I used to get really mad a lot, like, especially during the game. Like, if they called a foul and it definitely wasn't one or, like, somebody double dribbled and they didn't catch it or something. Like, something even pretty small like that. I'm just like, what? Come on, guys. <laughs> this isn't that hard. That is literally so true. I remember watching them in those games and something would happen. They'd look at me in the crowd like, that was a travel. And I'm like... <laughs> You can't do that anymore. <laughs> I, I'd start I like the yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's um, Neela, you're a basketball manager now. I am a basketball manager. Um, for the varsity team. So are you gonna be talkative out there to the officials or are you gonna shut your mouth? Oh, I probably have to shut my mouth. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't think I hold those powers. <laughs> Right. Bench, bench, uh, their bench personnel, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that'd be a, that'd be a, that'd be a fun thing to give the a technical to the manager. <laughs> oh, darn. I wish we had a winner set game. <laughs> Whose dad is an official. <laughs> what else guys? What's it like? Anything else that you want to add or, you know, am I gone a lot or. Uh, yeah, yeah. Every winter, I don't know. As long as I can remember, you just you travel a lot. Sometimes, like when I used to have less activities, I'd come home and see you like rushing to get all your stuff together, and you'd be like, "Oh, I'm late, I'm late." And it's like three or four p.m. You're rolling your big old suitcase around. And... We talk about a suitcase. He he has to turn it sideways to get through almost every door that we go into. <laughs> it won't fit. Regular. I mean, there's no way you could take that on a plane. It's got to be too big. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely would not be a carry-on for sure. Mm -hmm. so, so one thing, one thing I wanted to bring up. This this made me laugh last night. So, Jim, I think we had dropped you off, and then Ben, we yeah, Facetimed yeah. Neela, and <laughs> Neela, Neela was like, 
oh oh yeah you you officiated tonight oh yeah where were you at <laughs> you know and like it's like oh yeah whatever yeah and then there's and then there's my three that are like dad when are you coming home dad when are you coming <laughs> you know? and it's like mila's like really don't care i'll see you when i see you and they're like they're like dad 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 <laughs> You know, so it's like it's like what age does that change? You know, teenagers, teenagers, okay, teenagers, okay. Neela was Neela was probably thinking about you know I don't know Florida State University FSU. I just you know during the state tournament this year I had a lot of fun watching the games and I saw all these vehicles in your family that had FSU and I just figured you were. You know, you're a good softball player. I thought maybe you wanted to go to Florida State. I don't know. So, no, Florida State not on your radar? No, not okay. on my radar. Okay. okay, just just wondering. So, FSU is – It's a little bit of an inside state. joke that I'm – I don't – we can't say – It's it not appropriate for all audiences. No, okay. but – so that's, that's why I like. I knew I was going to give her a hard time about it because <laughs> I had to. <laughs> that's also why she can't yell at officials because I'm afraid of what she might actually say. Yeah, I mean that. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, you guys got uh, Thanksgiving tomorrow, or? Yep. Yep. We'll be at our house. How about you guys? I'm, I'm going across the road to my mother-in-law's for just a um, small Thanksgiving, about 11. And then we're heading over to Tavy's house uh, at 3 o'clock. And we think we're between the two sides of the family. We're going to have about 20 people there. Oh, wow. Awesome. Sam? Yeah, we're going to mom and dad's tomorrow. So, um, you know, I don't know what mom's cooking but uh, i think she ordered like eight pies or something like everything under the sun it's like nice I so much you know there's a ton of you though too when the whole family's there right oh yeah yeah there's a ton yeah but it doesn't matter how cold it is outside we have to open the doors and windows because it's so hot in there I bet. are you bringing the beverages sure yeah absolutely <laughs> Awesome. Well, we wanted to say thanks to all our family oh, for putting yeah. up with us and yeah. dealing with us during this time because it's obviously it's hard on everybody, right? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Love yeah. you, especially you, Missy. Yeah. Love you, Ben. <laughs> so. Yeah. And Jim and me. Love you guys. Love, love, you. love you guys. Hey. Love you guys. <laughs> going to oh boy <laughs> you guys have anything else to close we were going to talk uh, about our upcoming schedule quick right oh yeah. yeah yeah absolutely yep so the 27th i think that's monday we're going to lennox for red oak and lennox can i can i add something in that yeah, yeah you can. according to scott giles best shower in southern iowa it is i've witnessed it all I'm going to say about it, it will take off the first layer of epidermis. Or all the it's hair. It's exfoliating, Jim. Yeah. Exfoliating. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's the best shower in the state. I, I wouldn't even say Southern Iowa. So. Yeah. We're excited to be there for that. Temperature, Absolutely. pressure. Mm. Yeah. Bring a towel. 
<laughs> um, Tuesday the 28th, we're going to Gilbert, Gilbert and Roland's story. And then that Friday the 1st, December 1st already, Mount Air to see our buddy Scott Giles, who will probably also evaluate us. Mm-hmm. True. Scotty G. And uh, they're playing Southwest Valley that night. So that's kind of our schedule coming up for the next week and a half or so after we get past Thanksgiving break. And then we'll be back at you on that Wednesday after. So I think Missy's able maybe double checking what you just said to make sure I have it in the Google calendar to make sure it's correct. Everything's in the calendar. I did it. Awesome. I did it. Awesome. Missy, I should have just added you, Missy, to my calendar as a, as a yeah, we need to just share the Google I'll sheets share, that I'll we have with her <laughs> for sure. I do my best, guys. I really it's all in there. Oh, we we know, we know. <laughs> Thanks for putting up with me, guys. <laughs> we do awesome. what we, we got to do. <laughs> All right. Well. well, hey, just wanted to say um, happy Thanksgiving to not only you guys, but all of our listeners and their families. Um, also give a shout out to Andrew, who's behind the scenes, Three Beards Media, and also Revelton. And uh, again, we are broadcasting from Gravitate Co-working Gravitate Studio. Co-working Studio. So. so with that, we'll sign off for tonight. Happy Thanksgiving to Happy all Thanksgiving! of you and your families. And, and that, that's my life, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. See you yep. guys. See ya.